I'll ask you to stand this morning as we turn to John chapter 10, verses 11 to 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. Let us pray. O God, whose Son Jesus is the good shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. Every week I lead a Bible study at the nursing home here in town. It's on Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. It's not a very deep study. Most of the residents are not able to completely understand all of the ideas. Some of them can't quite hear when I'm speaking. And most are just looking for something to do during the day. They're not really there necessarily for, specifically for Bible study. But we read stories from scripture together and we pray. I pray for each of them by name. And over the course of the last few weeks, one of the residents has asked that I read Psalm 51 and Psalm 23 to them every single week. I've started to do this. I read Psalm 51 at the beginning of our prayer time. And I read Psalm 23 as we close out our prayer. Sort of like we do when we say the Lord's Prayer together. We say, instead, I read to them Psalm 23. I don't know why those particular psalms are important to this resident. But both of them talk much about the character of God and the ways in which God's care for us is manifested in our own hearts and lives. Psalm 23, in particular, which we read to open the service today, gives us the perspective that God is our shepherd, that God pursues us, protects us, knows us, and walks with us. Shepherds are maybe not as common in our day today. We don't necessarily go around seeing a lot of shepherds hanging out at the corner. And in fact, probably if I, if I was trying to figure out what a shepherd looked like, I would have a very wrong picture in my head because all I can think of in terms of shepherds is the shepherds from the nativity. And I'm pretty sure there aren't people walking around here in robes and sandals nowadays. Uh, so I know there are modern shepherds. Modern shepherds are usually farmers or hired by farmers in the communities. 
But in Israel's time, shepherds were very common. They were uh, and are very common in other parts of the world too. And in reading and learning about them this week, because what I know about shepherds before this week, well, even after this week, you could probably fit in a thimble. There are a lot of parallels between what an actual shepherd does and who Jesus is to us. David's poem in scripture is a picture of a good shepherd. It's one that tells us that God is our shepherd. And I have to think that maybe it was thinking of David's psalm that Jesus was referring to as he claims for himself the role of good shepherd for us, his sheep. How can we see Jesus in the good shepherd? There are a lot of ways in both this text and Psalm 23 where we can see parallels to how shepherds take care of their sheep and what it means to be a good shepherd. But we're going to focus on three this morning. The good shepherd protects the flock. The good shepherd knows the flock, and they know him. And the good shepherd is with the flock. We can see Jesus in the good shepherd when we think of him as the protector of his sheep. Sheep are very peculiar animals. They have little in the way of natural defense mechanisms. If you think about them, they're covered in wool. So unless you get tangled in them, there's not a lot of fight there. They rely significantly on their owner for protection. And King David, who wrote Psalm 23, would have had a very keen awareness and an understanding of sheep and shepherds because, as we know, he was in charge of his father's flocks before he was sent to live with Saul. He tells stories of his protection of his flock. Bears, lions, and wolves would come and try to maul or kill and eat his animals. Jesus tells us that he will protect us from the wolves who are looking to break in and remove us from the flock. The wolves that Jesus is talking about are not physical wolves, but they are the things that would keep us from following Jesus. Sin and doubt and lies, the enemy tries to tell us so that we'll move away from Jesus. We'll move away from the one who has called us to him. There are voices that would try to distract us from the truth. That we are valuable to God. That we are living abundantly in God's kingdom. That we are being transformed. That we are loved. Jesus has proven our value. We answer the lies of the enemy with the name Jesus. The name of our good shepherd rebukes the enemy because Jesus has promised and given us abundant life. Jesus is transforming us. Jesus loves us. And this is how the good shepherd protects us from the enemy by giving us his very self.
The whispered name of Jesus drives the enemy from us and draws us closer to the good shepherd who wants to keep us safe. Jesus already laid down his life to protect us from sin and death. Jesus already willingly and obediently gave all of himself for us. And when we call on his name, we are acknowledging the power of that gift and claiming Jesus' work on our behalf. Jesus can keep us safe. Jesus protects us. The second way that we can see the good shepherd and know it is Jesus is this. Jesus knows us. He knows our name. We know his voice. We recognize him as the one who has laid down his life for us. In fact, I would say that we are like the bummer lambs. Sheila Walsh describes bummer lambs this way. Every now and then, and you will give birth to a lamb and immediately reject it. Sometimes the lamb is rejected because they are one of twins and the mother doesn't have enough milk or she is old and, frankly, quite tired of the whole business. And unless the shepherd intervenes, that lamb will die. So the shepherd will take that little lost one into his home and hand feed it from a bottle and keep it warm by the fire. He will wrap it up warm and hold it close enough to hear a heartbeat. And when the lamb is strong, the shepherd will place it back in the field with the rest of the flock. Off you go now. You can do this. I'm right here. And the most beautiful sight to see is when the shepherd approaches his flock in the morning and calls them out, sheep, sheep, sheep. The first to run to him are the bummer lambs because they know his voice. It's not that they are more loved. It's just that they believe it more completely. And we haven't necessarily been rejected as bummer lambs. We have rejected the world and we have moved into a kingdom the world can't understand. And as we do that, we recognize that Jesus, who is our good shepherd, is the one who cares for us, the one who takes us out of that place and wraps, him, wraps us up and holds us close because he knows us. He knows that some of us struggle with addiction. He knows that some of us wrestle with past hurts. He knows the sins we hide from everyone else. He knows that greed or selfishness or pride or lust or anger or jealousy are hidden in our hearts. He knows that we have a spirit of unforgiveness. He knows everything about us, past and present. And he loves us. He loves you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. Psalm 139 tells us that he knows the innermost part of us. He knows the scars we have, the wounds that aren't scars yet, the pain that can defeat us in a moment. And in every place where we see deficiency or lack, he whispers our name. He knows you. 
You are fearfully and wonderfully made, and he cares about you. He won't leave you in those places where things are hard. When sheep are in a place where all the grass has been eaten, they'll stay in that same place, even though there is no food for them, unless the shepherd leads them to a new pasture. So Jesus takes us from the places where we have lost everything, used everything up, and he calls us to the place of abundance and transformation. And because he knows us, It's the best place for us. <clears throat> Scripture tells us that God sings over us, that our names are tattooed on God's hands, that our inmost being is loved and cherished by the God who made us. Jesus knows you. And finally, we see the good shepherd in Jesus by virtue of his very presence in our lives. Whatever we are going through, whatever the circumstances, he is with us. He promised us two things toward the end of his ministry. He promised that we would have trouble. That things would break. That it wouldn't be peaches and ice cream, roses and rainbows. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. But then he said, but fear not, for I am with you always. He is with us. It is the presence of Jesus that carries us sometimes when all else seems lost. He protects us and knows us, but he is also with us. I have a friend who runs a farm in Maine, and up until a couple weeks ago, it was lambing season this year. And for her, this year has been a very tough one. One of the first births this year was a premature birth, and it was a new who had twins. Neither of the twins survived the labor, and the ewe was damaged very badly in the birth. So after it was completed, my friend put the babies with the mother. And the mother was talking to her lambs. But she was also talking to my friend who was her shepherd. Very quietly, very gently. And my friend said, the sheep try to tell their shepherd where it hurts. That's because they know their shepherd. They know their shepherd is there for them. The sheep try to tell their shepherd in the only language they have because they can sense the shepherd's presence. The shepherd draws near in the places of deepest pain, darkest hurt. David says it in one of the most compelling ways in the middle of Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. 
It doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't matter what the darkness looks like around us. We walk with the one who is light. And his very presence changes or should change how we react to the darkness. Every week our benediction says, may the presence of Christ you have known today be with you through the rest of the week. And that is not a call for Christ to be with you because Christ is with you. It is a call for you to recognize that he is with you, that he has not left you. Jesus, the good shepherd, is with you, is protecting you, is loving the you he knows so well. There are a lot more things about Jesus and the good shepherd that we could talk about. But if we focus on these three, he protects us, he knows us, and he is with us. We can rest in the knowledge that we can see the good shepherd when we see Jesus. So before we go to communion today, it seems appropriate to read again Psalm 23 from the most familiar translation, the King James Version. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <clears throat>